Michelle Sorrow, and this is Fire and Soul, a community where awakening leaders and truth seekers gather to unite in sovereignty in today's triggered world. Featuring courageous and compassionate conversations, Fire and Soul will help you reclaim sovereignty in life, love, and leadership. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world, starting now. Hello, gorgeous awakened souls, my beautiful fire and soul community. This is just extraordinary how much this podcast has grown, how much uh, this is uh, really resonating with so many of you. I I live for your feedback. I live for DMs and emails and text. And ever since I took a turn for sovereign leadership and for this um, sharing very vulnerably, very openly, very courageously about my own awakening journey and now bringing many others on as well, it's been this beautiful opportunity to really connect and unite with other beautiful light warriors like yourself. And so you know who you are if you've taken the time to leave a review or send me a message. And that's such an important act, especially as we want to grow this movement. But there was a particular message that I received last week that really moved me. It moved me to tears. And I wanted to read it to you uh, in case this resonates for you and wherever you might be in your journey in the moment. I'm not going to say her name for uh, the courtesy of privacy, but I'm going to share what she said. She said, hi, Michelle. I felt moved to reach out to you and thank you for having the guts to stand up and use your platform to inform people and let them know they're not alone, etc. I can't imagine how tough that must be at times. I started following you because I had hopes of becoming a podcaster, among many other things, waiting to wanting to transition career-wise. Then the pandemic hit. I was jolted to stop everything I was pursuing. I have heard you mention that you went into a fetal position and cried. I had to keep functioning too. I didn't want anyone to know how hopeless and sad I was. So I took a class at my church one night. I stayed afterwards to talk to my pastor. I had never been in such a dark place in my life, ever. I felt if I didn't tell someone, something horrible may happen. He is awake like us, thank God. He sees what is happening. So he called everyone who was still at the church, including the janitors, and he asked everyone there to pray over me while I sobbed. I thank God that he did. That simple act made such a difference. Someone saw what I saw. Someone else cared. Then I started listening to your podcast again. You had been awakened. Your podcast had helped me feel not alone. But most of all, it has helped renew my hope. I'm still struggling to get back to moving on. Sometimes I feel what is the use in that. But each day I feel better and stronger. Anyway, all of that to say thank you for what you are doing. Thank you for sharing your experiences, some of which some of us may never experience for ourselves like ayahuasca and amongst other things, but we can have a glimpse through you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. God bless. Well, I I left that person a voice memo, actually several, just to let them know that they are in fact not alone. This is a beautiful community and one day, and maybe even one day this year, I'm going to create an in-person opportunity for us like-minded, awakened light warriors 
to somehow, some way meet up together. So that's coming. I'm going to call it Sovereign Circle. And uh, I'm just more fortified and amplified and inspired and empowered now than ever to keep going. And this shit is real. You know, I was thinking last week as I was uh, recording the episode that dropped earlier this week, and it was around the truckers convoy in Canada. It was around, you know, everything that's going on and it can feel so crunchy. And there was a part of me that was like, gosh, it's so tricky to record about a week in advance because it feels like it's like a universe of quantum jumps of new activity and new activations and new opportunities to get into reaction versus intention, right? With that much time going by. And so I was like, well, do then do I start like something daily on TikTok or Rumble or maybe another platform like Telegram because I'm there, which by the way, if you haven't joined us over there, that's a beautiful way to connect and share a lot more resources than I probably would do on Facebook or Instagram and certainly not LinkedIn. Um, so Telegram, that channel is called The Awakened Collective. Um, and I'll leave a link in the show resources here if you'd like to join us there. I think it's called An Awakened Collective. I should know that. But anyway, um, it's a very powerful, uh, potent place for us to connect and to really unite in our service, in our prayers, in our energy and collective vibration of focusing on what we do want versus getting caught up in the headlines, which brings me to my point. So as I was thinking about like, well, should I just do something daily? Is that what I should do? Should I follow in the footsteps of some of the people that I really admire? For example, Lori Ladd, L-O-R-I Ladd um, on Instagram. She's in her car, it seems like, or in her home every single day, just pumping messages of empowerment and letting everyone know that they're not alone. By the way, she's scheduled to come on this podcast, which is really exciting. And uh, as a quick follow-up, one of my inspirations, including Lori Ladd, but this woman is named Ruby be Freeman. She is coming on the show. She was scheduled a couple of weeks ago. Schedules got a little, you know, misaligned, but she is coming back. We're going to record um, week after next. So I'm really looking forward to bringing both those women to you. But anyway, so as I was considering starting up something daily, then my A-team, my angels and my guides assured me that that's not necessary. And here's why. To try to stay up to date on the latest information or to be obsessed with, you know, the red pill rabbit holes, as I would call them, that's not nearly as important as to the consciousness and to the state of our awareness and getting in tune with our own nervous system and learning to regulate that, being so devoted to honoring thyself first and foremost. I'm not talking about our personalities or even really our well, beyond the human experience. So yes, you want to start with like getting present and the access to that is a big, beautiful, deep breath, right? The breath of life, pranayama coming back to the present moment. And then from there, we have access to the truth of who we really are, which is beyond this human experience, this really remarkable, exquisite time we know as life right now that is such a gift to get to witness, to get to support, and to get to honor this planetary liberation for all of humanity. And I remember even thinking way back when I heard a lot of the people that I was following say the only way this thing can ever, you know, break free 
this enslavement that humanity has been under for so long is if we rise up together and join forces and take a stand to take our power back. And of course, I had a very limiting human perspective, like how the fuck is that supposed to happen, right? Like we've been so divided by class, by hierarchy, by status, by race, by language, by countries, so much polarization. How in the world are we supposed to band together and join forces to take a stand? Well, it's happening. I'm getting the chills. It is happening. And it's such an exciting time. So to the point of my message today, flowing in the 5D, what does that even mean? Everyone is, is floating around that term 5D, right? Or the ascension process, the great awakening, the grand rising, all that's real. But how do we get there? Well, there's a lot of different iterations and summaries and definitions of 5D consciousness. If you look it up online, and I'm not one to even pretend to know that I've got this figured out or that my <laughs> definition is the ultimate. But as a summary of a bunch of stuff that I looked into, at the end of the day, the ascension into the 5D from what I learned and summarize will bring your awareness to your energy and spirit or soul more often. And then eventually as you discipline your mind to be focused there versus getting caught up in what may be happening in the latest headlines, it'll even become a constant and very steady degree. But it's a practice. And so while there's a lot of, you know, star seeds that are here to let us know that the 5D ascension is real. The great awakening is happening and we can tap into that, right? And a lot of people are experiencing, by the way, as they're learning to tap into it and their DNA is becoming upgraded. You're experiencing in a mass disruption of sleep. Some other signs that you're in the 5D ascension process could be that you're losing weight without really sort of any explanation. I know that's been happening to me and most of us will welcome that. And it's because our, our, our body is getting lighter. We might find ourselves drawn to eating a little healthier, especially fruits. Turns out that that's a really important uh, part of the portal process. Abstaining from some of our old addictions, the alcohol, the drugs, the distractions, the overeating, that will just keep us small and stuck and actually in our old trauma, even as benign and sort of not a big of a deal as we think it is. You can hear from that message that I, I shared earlier, it's still really real. And so what can happen right now, even as we're being pulled into the 5D ascension and becoming more present to our energy and our spirit, and we might be experiencing more exha exhaustion on the grandest degree. You're like, what the hell? I'm sleeping 10, 12 hours a night, and it's just not enough. A lot of you may be waking up at about 4 a.m. That's happening to a lot of people around the world. 4 a.m. and unable to go back to sleep. This is a good sign. But also what can happen because the grand ascension is asking us to take a look at all of the nuances of our life. So the old habits, patterns, and paradigms of the addiction and toxic uh, stuff, right? That's also there, but it's easy to bypass. No, 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 I got this. I got my A-team, we're working it out. I'm flown in the 5D. But if we're not actually taking an opportunity to, to look at and be with and face and feel the darkest shit, the hardest stuff, 
like what the person who wrote me that message about did, right? That night with her pastor who got it. And also let her know, you're not alone. This is happening for a lot of people because that's the low basal vibration that can keep so many of us stuck. But at the same time, we're being invited into this grand ascension. And it's such a beautiful gift to be a part of, to contribute toward what we want to create on the earth right now. As the mother, the great Terra, the grand divine feminine, which is mother earth, is inviting us into. And by the way, according to a lot of star seeds, and yes, the advanced races known as extraterrestrials are saying is that the earth right now has an opportunity to slip into the 5D consciousness as a whole. Will that happen in our lifetime? Maybe, maybe not. In fact, probably not. I don't know. I'm not attached to timelines or exact dates or even overall concepts right now because I've learned that doesn't serve me. What does serve me? and I believe can serve you, is if we're interested and dedicated and focused on flowing into the 5D, then all we can do is take care of each present moment as conscious enough as we are to be with it. And so flowing into the 5D. I'm recognizing that there's a lot of flow in my life in general. Yes, I did a lot, a lot of deep, deep inner work. Uh, the last half of last year, I've referenced this a few times, but if you're new to the show, you can go back to uh, my first episode when I took a stark turn to stand for sovereignty and for the truth that I know I'm here to serve. And that wasn't easy. It took everything out of me to be courageous, to be bold, to be brave. But that episode was back in September and it was taking a stand for the truth that I serve. And then as I went deeper into my journey and I faced the most demonic, hard fucking shit then I shared that experience on an episode called Sovereignty or This. That's my highest download of all time. That's the deep inner work I'm talking about that I believe each and every one of us has to be with. If you want to experience the light to the degree that we believe is possible for us as we ascend, then you must be able to be with the darkest of the dark because that's the direct proportion. So I hope that you take this opportunity to really be with that and not distract and to do the easy things. There's a great Jim Rohn quote that I live by and it's more potent now than ever. If you want a hard life, do the easy things. If you want an easy life, then do the hard things. And right now, as we are ascending into the 5D portal, even the consciousness, yes, right here on planet Earth, the hard things mean really facing and feeling and transcending our deepest, darkest stuff that's just old patterns, habits, and limiting beliefs that are no longer serving us. The addictions, the distractions, the reactions. When we get intentional, when we decide that we want to be fully embodied in our intention to flow, it's beautiful. So I'm experiencing a lot, lot, lot more flow than I've ever experienced in my life. One example, and this is just one. Well, actually, I'll give you one and a half. I'll start with a piggyback on from my last solo episode where, no, it was two episodes ago, where I was talking about really working with my angels and guides and asking them to show me in my nightly routine and practice with them. 
Not every night, but most nights. Um, can you show me the experience of what it's like to feel really loved? And I get those moments and they just, ah, oh, just cherish them. And then sometimes I'll ask for the experience of what is it like to give love? And I'm sure that you can agree giving love. While it may seem easier than receiving love, it's a profound, generous act from our heart because our heart is open. We're unobstructed. It's that, that green, you know, heart chakra mm, that's so divine. And I'm talking about not human love, but divine consciousness, the love from Archangel Shamuel, divine love, where there are no mistakes, there are no imperfections, there's not even a bad seed. There's just some wayward behaviors and old identities. And then a holding on to that because we don't think that we're worthy enough or good enough to ascend out of that pattern. But we can, and you can go back to some of my episodes to guide you if you choose. But on the night that I was asking, one of the nights that I was asking about you know, the feeling of what it's like to give love. And then of course, I'm immediately actually present to moments like with my pup or with my mother or my closest friends, just those little gestures of even texting someone and checking in and say, Hey, it's been a minute. Just want to check in. How you doing? Nothing about me, only about them. Give, 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 give love. Not to the point of exhaustion. That could be an old pattern for you. Not because of a people pleasing paradigm. That's an old pattern. But because you really want to check in because you care. You care about the quality of the connection. That's beautiful. But what I was shown and told this particular night was that the reason why I'm able to give so much love is because for the first time in my life, I love myself. And that one really hit me bunch of tears started to flow down my cheeks and I realized like, wow, I've never really loved myself to the way that I love myself. I've never really been able to embody self-trust. And the reason I was able to embody self-trust is because I fully surrendered to this concept that my aging and that my divine soul, my grand wise master known as myself that's lived many lifetimes, that isn't getting caught up in the nuances of maybe a little moment that felt a little, you know, crunchy or when I was in contraction, it's like, oh, that's part of this human experience. And I signed on for that. And so did this particular person or situation that's causing an activation in me. They're an angel. They're a gift. Or as my mentor, Tony Robbins would say, they're a worthy opponent. So what if everything that's happening in the headlines and all of the polarization and all of the divisiveness is also a worthy opponent and an opportunity for us to look at where am I dividing on my own soul? Where have I stepped out of alignment with my sovereignty? And when we get back present with that intention, well, then we can relax because we're fully surrendered, because we know that life, the cosmos, the astral planes, the quantum field has our back, because it does. And when you can really surrender to death, not because you're giving up on life, but because you know that no matter what happens, you've got another opportunity to grow, to give, to contribute, to love. It'll happen, right? 
So then we're no longer driven by fear and instead we're pulled by our unwavering faith. So as I was sitting with this reverence of this awareness around, wow, you know, you you love yourself, you trust yourself, you surrender to all is well so that you can be relaxed enough to give so much love. That was pretty profound. Another example is business. So we are in the midst of our podcast accelerator launch. It's not too late, by the way, if you've been thinking about starting a podcast because you want to own your own voice and vision on the mic and have a powerful platform that, of course, builds your authority and will help to grow your reach, your resonance, and your ROI with whatever you do in the world as your expertise, a coach, a business person, an entrepreneur, a leader, a change maker who gives a damn, a podcast, in my opinion, will grow that exponentially more than any other platform because there's so much censorship, right? Anyway, you can come to our masterclass. It's this week. We have three. So tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday, you can go to the podcastaccelerator.com forward slash masterclass, and I'll leave the link in the show notes. Anyway, we're in our launch. This is our our sixth cohort. We've launched 128 podcasters into the world. We have invested in all the fancy, you know, copywriters and ads managers and coaches. I invested $60,000 in just business coaches last year. And I was told how to do all the things and this is what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And last year, our launches were just off and I was off anyway. I was going through my profound awakening journey. I was also drinking up until August 6th. And my drinking was, it got up to a bottle of wine a night. And then on some days, you know, especially if I was out with friends and we'd have a couple of glasses of wine at a restaurant, um, then of course I'd get another bottle of wine and it could be up to six full glasses of wine just on a Thursday night. So I felt and looked like shit. Energetically, I was misaligned all around. And I just felt off. Our team was in an uprising. We had a massive shakeup. Um, it's just our ads account got permanently deactivated with no known reason. There was a miracle that happened about six weeks later. I happened to know an exec at Facebook who, by the way, is no longer even at Facebook, but in, there was a little window where I just felt like I should reach out to this person. And I'm like, Hey, is there anything you can do? This is the guy who used to have meetings with Zuckerberg every Monday. Like this is so, so, so below his pay grade. But he did me a solid and I know my, my angels had a hand in that because that didn't even make any sense why he had met me once. Like, why would he even want to help me? But he did. So we got the account turned back on, but it was after the launch. It was long after the launch. So we had to pivot. We had to get my dad involved. We had to do all kinds of things. It was an upheaval to say the least. And that was scary. It was terrifying. Because if we don't have ads, then we have to depend on just organic reach. And there was so much stuff going on last year. I didn't even have it in me to promote in that way anymore. So it's just a lot of stuff going down. Well, fast forward to this launch. And we together, Jenny and I, she's my co-founder. Uh, we were like, what do we really want to do? We don't want to do what we're told to do, what we're told we should do. We want to do what we actually did in our first couple of, of launches, which is to keep it really low key, very casual, very sort of uh, fireside chat type of experience, kind of like an open house. You know, when you're looking to buy or rent a property, you get the, sometimes you, you can go and see and tour the house. These days, a lot of it's virtual, but you can get a real sense and a vibe, right? Like, is this aligned? Well, we like 
that's what we used to do. But of course, our numbers were much smaller. The stake has definitely increased. There's way more investment on our end behind the scenes. You know, we invest tens and tens of thousands of dollars into each launch. So everything just has a new standard. That's a higher bar. So in, of course, that means you have to grow your reach in your marketing. You have to let more people know about it. So we were kind of torn with, well, do we do what the experts that I invested $60,000 said we should do? Or do we actually tune into what feels aligned? And we say, forget what they say we're supposed to do. Let's take it back to what worked in the beginning and what's true to us. Because energetically, this is what felt really good. So we said, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to call it a fireside chat. We're going to share about podcasting, but we're not going to go into the do this and do that. And if you do X, Y, Z, then you can, we're like, no, that's, that's smoke and mirrors. And besides that, there's like a million different resources that are free online. And we know that causes more confusion and overwhelm even after you've read all the stuff or gotten the free PDF or taken maybe the $200, you know, course online that does not move the needle. 99.9% .9 of people still don't have a podcast. Why? Because there's a lot of, lot of components. So anyway, because we know we have a solution, which is the only done for you podcast production and coaching program experience on the planet. We're like, let's just invite everyone in and really take our time to walk each participant who shows up through our process. And if it's a fit, great, join us. We'd love to have you. And if it's not, all good. We hope you get your podcast launched. And we'll even offer up this great resource. It's the $500 value that Ginny created, which is a 23-page ebook called From Plan to Podcast. Now, it's a $500 value ebook because she is a top 10 podcast production house in the U.S. You know, she's earned that value. Anyway, it's free coming to the masterclass. So we did it. And we're like, okay, let's just see how this goes. Well, we have far surpassed with the same ad budget. And that's an important piece. We did not increase our ad budget. We have more than double the masterclass signups than we've ever had in our biggest signups to date. And we're not even 75% through our ad budget. I'm recording this a little late than I normally do, as opposed to when it's going to drop. But we're fit. This is February 18th. And we still have 25% of our ad budget to go. And our first masterclass is not until next Tuesday. So we basically have four days to really make this be a grand slam. I'm really humbled by that. I'm excited by that. But what it's showing me is that when we chose to align and to flow into the 5D, everything just feels so good. Our whole team that was with us, by the way, last year, they're like, this is really weird. Like this is flowing so well. I'm almost thinking I'm doing something wrong because it's been so stressful and so chaotic behind the scenes. So many mistakes, so many errors. We're just flowing. It's been so beautiful. So how do you get into the 5D? Well, <laughs> I actually created a little acronym. I'm not always big on acronyms, but this one just came through so quickly. And I just thought, you know what? This is the point, right? At least from the perspective of what's been working with me. So flow, taking that acronym, F-L-O-W, 
Let me just unpack that a little bit and see if this can work for you. And if it does, please let me know. You know, I'm going to love hearing from you. Flow, focus. Where focus goes, energy flows. And if we take it back to my summary of 5D consciousness, right? It's an awareness around our energy and our soul more often. And then to the point with devotion and discipline, it becomes a constant, more steadied way of being. It's an embodiment. But if we're constantly caught up in the headlines, in the reactions, in the polarization, in the disconnection from people that we used to know and love, that we miss those friendships and those conversations. If we're focused on the division or if we're focused in where we're polarized, then we miss the opportunity to connect. And I've talked about that here quite a bit. You can either get caught up in the content or you can focus on the connection. And this has been really profound uh, for me and my dad, for me and my mentor of 30 years. Both of them are fully jabbed and or boosted. And one is completely unawake and unwilling to even step outside of her paradigm. There's no judgment on that. She knows no better. And it's not my job to try to convince her. I'm more focused on our connection than I am on the content because ultimately that's all that really matters. None of us know how long we have on this planet. It's a finite, very exquisite, very precious amount of time. And I want to flow into the connection versus the content. Same thing with my dad. My dad is a little bit more curious, a little more one eye open but still kind of sticking with what he did, what he knows and what's comfortable. And I don't want anything to disrupt my connection with my dad ever again. And actually, eventually I'll share a story that happened at Christmas that I believe was that final piece. It was that final opportunity for us to slip into the portal of a true 5D connection, at least as far as we know it from the human 3D reality experience. What is 3D? Where we are here on the planet Earth with the exception of probably a very, very small percentage of people who are starseeds, I am not one. 3D is duality, love, fear, light, dark, good, evil. And it's very present. We can see it. So focus, focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Get really clear on that. And if you're someone like me, I'm a I'm a manifesting generator in human design. I'm also a pig in Chinese astrology and I'm a Gemini. I can be very quick to react. And it's what I've learned over this past year, especially as I'm awakening to more and more about, you know, some of my soul's blueprint and what I agreed to in this life. I have to take a beat. If I respond in the moment, which means really react because I'm not conscious, I could blow up or sabotage something so fast. That was an old pattern before 2021 that I completely dissolved because I got conscious to how do I want to feel in my body and do I want anything to disrupt my peace and my feeling of expansion versus contraction? By the way, that's a great barometer, right? So focus, 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 which is the F for flow, a wonderful barometer. Does this feel expansive or I am, am I in a state of contraction? Boom. You'll know what to do. Take a breath, come back to the present moment and own who you want to be. Love is for L. Love, my friends, is self-love. 
It's a reclamation of your sovereignty. It's an understanding that you are not your personality. You are not your name. You are not even this true physical experience. You're a soul, right? In this, Aubrey Marcus would call it a meat suit. It feels a little masculine for me. And we really are ascending into the divine feminine. It's going to be incredible. It already is, especially as you flow into it now more and more and more so, right? But so we are... A spiritual being having a human experience. We've heard this a million times, but do we actually really honor it and be it when we get conscious? So love for self and first and foremost, it's like that story that I was telling you about with my A-team. You're able to give so much and receive so much love because you're finally for the first time ever loving yourself, not your personality, not Michelle, not this human experience and your accolades and your successes and your achievements and your friendships and your circles, but your soul that you've connected with in the mirror. And you know the truth about who you are. Self-love turns to self-trust, turns to surrender, turns to a deep knowing and unabiding faith that everything is going to be okay. Because you're here to live this one beautiful experience known as life that you remember at least right now. Because you can recall your memories. Self-love. Self-love. You cannot give love away, especially those that might... you might be having a polarized moment with. You can't give it to anyone else if you don't first claim ownership over who you really are. Self-love is the gateway to sovereignty. And it's beautiful and divine. Oh, oh, omnipresence, omniscience, right? This is where you recognize the divine love and divine intelligence is always unfolding, not only for your highest and best good, but for the highest and best good for all. You want to know how you're flowing into the 5D when you're no longer thinking about yourself and you're more interested in the concept of, does this serve the highest and best for everyone? beyond myself and more into the attunement of for everyone, not even just the people that you know, but for humanity. As an example, the truckers convoy that's happening in Canada and Australia and many places around the world, the U.S. people's convoy kicks off on March 6th. And I will be at a protest in LA on March 5th called Defeat the Mandates. And if you're in the LA area, please let me know. I'd love to connect and uh, experience that uh, epic protest with you. But so as we're seeing more and more of that, we recognize that it's necessary for the evolution of humanity. It's tough. It's really heartbreaking to watch what they're having to go through, but that they're choosing to face. Why? Because they're more attuned to the omniscience, to the omnipresent power of God and love and light that is for the highest and good for all. They are fighting for everyone. Not just in Canada, but around the world. They know the world is watching. There's a universal field of awareness that they are more devoted to than their own little lives. And when you can learn to tap into that, you start to see how necessary some really hard moments might be to experience, to see. Just like the the last two years have been. Just like our whole lives have been as we've been under this spell of utter 
enslavement and tyranny. And if you're not fully awake to all of that and you're only awake to the COVID mandates and just how wrong and unjust that is, well, the more and more that you wake up, you're like, wow, there are systems everywhere. The government system, the medical system, the the sick system known as the healthcare system, big pharma, television, big tech, corporate media, legacy media, right? You start to see through all of it. But then once you can actually break break through that spell and have ownership because you're focusing on what you want, you're focusing on the truth, which is that love and light will always prevail. You're giving yourself a high dose of self-love so you reclaim your sovereignty. Then that way you're able to see that, okay, the reason why I can know with every fiber of my being that the light always wins because it always has is because I'm seeing it in every precious moment. Getting really intoxicated by the flight of a butterfly, by the rustle of the leaves in a beautiful tree, by a cloud taking shape in the sky. If you're me and you're in the backyard a lot, hearing the sound of the wind chimes, and maybe at the same time, the sound of a bird chirping far away, and then maybe at the same time, seeing a plane overhead. What a beautiful privilege it is to be alive with all of our technology, with all of our extraordinary gifts that we have innately. And man, when we band together, that's an omniscience presence that we are not separate from. Another way that I get it is from uh, really looking at the sunbeams, which by the way, there's an absolute upgrade. You can see it, you can sense it, you can feel it. Anyone else notice the sun has turned white? It's no longer yellow. That's an upgrade that's happening in our universe. And then the sunbeams that are so strong. And by the way, on the full moon, which we just had two nights ago, the full moon woke me up at four o'clock in the morning, as is typical, and especially these days. And the moonbeams were pouring in through the window pane. It literally pulled me up and out of bed. I sat up. And I opened up the blinds because it was peering right through like the little bit of blinds being closed. I opened up the blinds and I just sat there completely intoxicated and mesmerized by the beauty of our universe, by the connection that I'm not separate from all that is and neither are you. I had a deep bow of reverence from the omnipresent present love and light always guiding us home we're able to get present to it. And then finally, W. This one actually made me smile and I feel like it's my A-team because this acronym came out in like two seconds. Came out so fast that I literally second-guessed myself because I was like, whoa, that's not, what? (laughs) W stands for me, wonder. The wonder of it all. The amazement, the awestruck energy of watching the Canadian truckers and cowboys and farmers come together and what's that in, what that's inspired and empowered in other communities around the world and now in the U.S., right, with the People's Convoy that kicks up on, on March 6th. The wonder of what it's like to actually face and feel and transcend the old traumas that had me sto- so fucking stuck in fear my whole life that I didn't even know it was running my nervous system. But of course, that's why I had to numb out and I didn't think I could cope because that was just way too painful. So suppress and repress and then give it the excuse of it's no big deal. Everyone does it, but every person knows if it's a big deal, if they're willing to get honest, right? And I'm 
certainly not here to judge. Everyone is going to wake up in their own time, but that is part of flowing into the 5D. No stone unturned, no old addiction, habit, pattern, or paradigm. So the wonder of what happens when we begin to expand into the state of consciousness, that's the 5D. The wonder of what it's like to actually be present to Mother Earth's gifts and to the divine feminine within ourselves and everybody. And by the way, including men or those who identify as. This is not a gender issue. This is a soul anointment, a sovereignty. Flowing into the 5D, F, focus, L, love, O, omnipresent, W, wonder. Try that on for a little while. Try that on so that you're not getting caught up and having this anxiety around either needing to keep up with the latest headline or in massive reaction around it. Or like I was thinking last week or two weeks ago, oh my gosh, doing a podcast once a week is just not enough. I got to be out there. I got to be on this every single day. No, I don't. The most important thing for me is to stay in flow, to have ownership over the truth of who I am. To stand steadily and firmly with unwavering faith that all is unfolding for the highest and best for everyone, for all sentient beings, and that goes beyond our planet. What's happening here is having an impact on the upper densities. This has been confirmed over and over and over again. And it's so beautiful to know that when we recognize that our energy and our vibration when we're tuned into the light and not the fear and not the dark and not the, the worry and the anxiety, it helps to amplify and multiply the vibration of where we all want to go. So I hope this was helpful. Please let me know if you got anything out of this that was, you know, especially valuable for you. Feel free to leave a message. You can DM me anywhere or send an email to michelle at michelle-show.com. Please, if you haven't yet, and I've earned it in your eyes, please take a moment to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world for me, not just five stars, but if you could leave a couple of comments, download a few episodes, we can grow this show. We can grow this community and this movement to be on this awakening journey together because it ain't going anywhere. We got a minute here together and it's going to be so beautiful to build and grow this together. My friends have a beautiful rest of your day and above all stay free. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to fire and soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.